Good morning, my friends. Skip here. Hope all things are well with you. It is July 25th, 7.57 a.m. Summer is quickly going by. I got one more month uh, before I get back to work as a substitute teacher. Uh, I have uh, received some uh, training that I need to do, so we're we're uh, sort of getting through this. It won't be long. My uh, my son will be going to football, and we'll be getting back to school, and we'll get back in to that mode. But you know, there is a as Hebrew has the uh, Old Testament says, the First Testament says, there's a time and a place for everything. Everything has its time. Uh, that is for sure. So I greet you this very warm July 25th. Uh, Going to be 99 degrees today. We don't do that often in Iowa, uh, although it's becoming more frequent. Uh, so I'm going to find some stuff to do inside today. Uh, I want to talk about some core things, some core aspects of of our humanity that that come from our our authenticity that there are things even though we are programmed to perceive the world in very skewed in very false ways there are some aspects of being human that remain with us and remain true to us because we are human we are spiritual beings we may forget that we may layer upon uh, our lives false uh, concepts, false perceptions, but there is still, and thank goodness for this, there's still uh, these core aspects of, of authenticity that we need to attend to. Um, <clears throat> a lot of psychology is based on these things. A lot of uh, philosophy, a lot of philosophical ideas come from these sort of basic human wants, human needs that that are legitimate. And I think one of the things we have to be careful of, I think one of the things that religion, and I'm not trying to be critical here, but I'm going to be, <laughs> that religion got wrong is that it tries to dismiss <clears throat> a lot of sort of these basic human attributes that we really need to nurture. Uh, I'll just give you the clearest example. Uh, what what organized religion does very quickly after it forms itself into a hierarchy and a patriarchy quite often is it dismisses and diminishes human sexuality it 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 says that uh, it's naughty or bad or only to be used in certain ways or only to be understood in certain ways. And the reason that happens is because that's one of the easiest ways to control how people perceive reality. You take a human function, a basic human thing, one of those basic human energies, and you use it uh, to tell people that it's not right. And that way they feel shame-filled about who they are. 
you know. <laughs> it wasn't that long ago, folks, that, that uh, you know, sexual identities, some were illegal in, in the United States and are still in other places. Or even the, some sexual acts were, were illegal. Now, there's boundaries, right? I mean, mutual respect, uh, uh, you know, always uh, kindness, <clears throat> always um, acting out of a sense of maturity, uh, a responsibility, being an adult with adults. Those are all true, but what we do with things like sexuality or creativity or, uh, you know, uh, basic human needs like needing food is we transactionalize them. We marginalize them. We, we make them forbidden or we use them to shame and guilt other people. So there are some basic human needs, and it's been a long time since I've done this, but uh, I did a, I'm sure there's a podcast somewhere that I did on some basic human things. So let's, let's talk about that. Uh, humans are, create, are, are creative. You are a creative being, whether you know it or not. You are built to create. Uh, I play guitar, some people paint, some people write poetry, some people do pottery. Some people take care of their lawn. Uh, some people, uh, you know, <laughs> help raise children. Some people, you know, uh, do any number of things. Home decoration. We are built to create things. That's a core human aspect. Oh. You may dismiss that, but the dismissing of that, to be quite frank, is part of the false reality that we've learned. We have to own our creativity. We have to own that we have a, a, a deep drive within us, a deep energy within us to create, to create new life, to recreate ourselves, to, to create art, to uh, create a dwelling, you know, be a carpenter, uh, to create beautiful landscapes in our yard, to, to do these things, to at the very least create a life worth living. We are built to create one human aspect. As there were, and, there, and there are many, but I'm going to touch on just a few. As I alluded to, we are sexual beings. Uh, we have within us the deep need for intimacy. But what we have done is we have uh, put on top of that concepts and ideas. And I mean, <laughs> I mean, just look at the world around us and you can see obviously that we really don't know who we are sexually. Uh, we have used it politically, religiously, to ostracize, to make people afraid. Um, when in fact, really, and sexuality really is a part of our creativity, we want to be needed. We want to be intimate. We want to be close to people. We want to uh, 
have that expression. It's just like creativity. Whether we like it or not, we're physical beings. And our sexuality and creativity is part of our physicality. So we need to act in physical ways. You know, we need to move if we can. Uh, and I realize some people have mobility issues, but there's something about movement that is genuine. Uh, any movement is is important. And I, I often remind myself, get up and move. Because, you know, the act of moving, the act of, of uh, moving one's body is is a part of what it means to be the this human spiritual being. Uh, those are just a few things, folks. There are some core things, core attributes that identify us as spiritual beings, and they are creativity and, and sexuality. They are uh, emotions. You know, we like to do away with our emotions through chemicals because the reality is hard to process when we have not learned to process it. You know, we are emotional beings. We are creative beings. We are sexual beings. We are physical beings. We are these things. And what happens is, and that's just a few, but what happens is we, we take what is real about us and we let misinformation, we let uh, a false reality inter, you know, impose upon us ideas and concepts that are not congruent, that are not true about who we truly are. And, <laughs> you know, because of that, we, we humans in general are not always very good at being in relationship with each other. We're, we're just not. Uh, I cannot tell you how many times I have worked with married couples who decided to get a divorce simply because they can't hear the other person's humanity. They can't hear their need to be creative. They can't hear their need to be sexual. They can't hear or understand their emotions. Uh, we are all programmed to somehow, to some degree, shun that stuff, to push it aside. And anyone who deviates from that, you know, seems to be some sort of freak in our society. Take a person who, you know, plays guitar on the sidewalk for change, and they're, they're playing their songs and other people's songs, and they're, they're trying to be creative. Most people are like, oh, that person's a bum or something, you know? Well, that person is living out of a creative space. So <laughs> we just view life so many times denying our own humanity. Uh, there's a great line in the movie The Matrix where one of the characters says, to deny what makes us human uh, is to deny the core of who we are. Basically, it's a paraphrase, but to deny those basic understandings of human, of being human, is literally to deny uh, the very thing that we are. So that's just a reminder. It's just a reminder that no matter what, we are spiritual beings. We are living into a human aspect of that spirituality. And, you know, it's, it's okay to be human. 
it's okay to want to be creative. It's okay to want to need and want intimacy. It's okay to feel what you feel. It's okay because it's human. Anyway, there you have it, my friends. Thank you for your time. And uh, old Skip will talk to you real soon. Bye-bye.